Hey team, Boomer Sooner. Go Cats. I'm Dylan. And I'm Kylie. And this is the Good Idea at the Time podcast. Battle of the Blue Blood Spouses. Dude, was that just the 300 movie? <laughs> like, you know, 300 was a real event that I'm sure they had speeches. And sure, things. sure. But just... I mean, come on. That audio recording I'm came. I'm sure everybody has heard that, right? I mean, that audio recording came from uh, the OU Sooner Vision uh, after game video. Mini movie. Probably needs to go to like a cinema. Um, what are those called? Like. Festivals. Festival, yeah. Uh, where Come on. The leader, the captain, Danny Stutzman says, Two eight. Two things are are true in life. Only God, only Oklahoma, Oklahoma only fears God. And Texas, and Texas fears, fears Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Come on. So we have a very special episode for you. Welcome so back, fun. our Welcome loyal back. listeners. Yes. We are uh, celebrating and Morning, mostly celebrating a little bit of morning. Probably ninety ten. Ninety ten in my heart. Maybe uh, a little I'm, bit more. I'm for a little Dylan. bit more sixty forty, but I am uh, excited for this episode. We are going to spend a lot of time talking about Oklahoma's gigantic win over Texas. We're going to talk about all of the facets. We were there live on the scene, covering it head to toe for you. Um, we were real live reporters. I'm just kidding. No, we're we were also, fans. We're we also going to recap. Psychotic fans. Psych- literal psychotic. Literal. I almost got in a fight. We'll talk about that in a minute. I also got <laughs> hit on this weekend by, oh my gosh. by another <laughs> that's a funny story. Another uh, person, not at the game. Um, oh, that's funny. And yeah. uh, shut her down pretty easy. I was gentle, but. Uh, we got, yeah, we'll go into that We'll get that into that. Uh, and then we'll also recap <laughs> Kentucky's pretty embarrassing loss oh. to Georgia. Uh, something that was never close. So Georgia we have a very full episode. Georgia's a big dogs. We are going to start uh, our podcast talking about Kentucky. So you could fast forward till we till we jump into Oklahoma, and then sure. we're gonna then we're gonna uh, gotta get it out of the recap way. Oklahoma's game, and we'll finish up today uh, taking a game live of look of Kentucky's matchup with uh, Missouri, uh-huh. and I'll uh, we'll use bye week what we're looking for in the back half of the season, and then we'll finish up with the game of the week. And, and that's then, what's in tune for you on this episode of Good Idea at the Time podcast. Woo-hoo! Thanks for listening to our LOLs, wherever it hits you on this wonderful, uh, we're recording on Friday because I've been obviously getting over a little bit of crud. You can probably hear it. And yep. so let's uh, let's dive in to a next episode of a Good Idea at the Time podcast. Kylie, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's Come go on. team. Okay, so let's uh, let's start talking uh, briefly about Kentucky's loss to Georgia. They lose fifty-one to thirteen in yes. a game that they were never competitive really and never, never close. Yeah. Um, for for me, this was a game where you needed to see kind of it all come together, right? Yeah. Uh, the Florida game and the Florida win could not be the game where it all came together. Game five of the season, you you have four right. rocky games. You don't want to peak. You at the five, you yeah. play an excellent game at Florida, dominate both sides of the ball. And then all of the countries like Georgia can get beat, Georgia can get beat, Georgia can get beat. Yeah. Well, Georgia yeah. said, "Shut the heck up." No, no, we can't. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sad it was at the expense of my team, but we didn't deserve to win. We didn't no. deserve to win. Um, here's kind of the the game in a nutshell. Yeah. Georgia comes out right down the field. Brock Bauer or uh, uh, Carson, Carson Beck. Beck throws throws 13 of 13 on the first drive touchdown. Oh yeah, he could. Kentucky miss. moves the ball on their first possession, right. and then Devin Leary, like he's done all year long, overthrows oh, Tavion man. Robinson on a wide open pass that if it just he got he caught the ball and got tackled it's inside the 15 first first goal in the, or first uh, in 15 in the red zone you're able to score yeah and Tavion uh, was in question of playing that game yes right, right? so he so was kind of gutting he through came some out, injury he played thought thinking you might and you just sail it Georgia gets the ball back on the punt goes right down the field and scores another 11 for 11 or 10 for 10 passing drive from uh, Georgia couldn't run the ball on us, but from they could do everything Carson. else. Okay. They could do everything else. Carson Beck threw all over us. Um, yeah. Brock Bowers was a problem. I, I'm convinced that he does like voodoo magic on defenses because to me, I heard a lot of talk from the Kentucky side of how they're going to play some cloud coverage. They're always going to bump a, one of our most athletic linebackers on it. Yeah. And he just finds a way to be open all the time. Yeah. He's but he's so not going to beat us. Carson Beck and that Georgia uh, wide receivers – our defense just didn't come to play. No. Then they go up 14 nothing, and then the madness happens. And we started beating ourselves. Kentucky starts to move the ball again. We get a big run, called back for a holding. The very next play, another big pass play that would have put us in the red zone. And that same guy, uh, Jagger Burton, uh, pushes a guy down to the ground and then jumps on his back. Oh, after just the unnecessary. Play, after the, um, way after the whistle. Way after the whistle. Just yeah. takes so that takes us out, makes it a f- uh, first and twenty five or whatever the case. We punt. Georgia comes scores again. Yeah. Then on the very next possession for Georgia, uh, one of our best defensive linemen, Dion Walker, I think frustrated by the score, frustrated by getting punked. Oh, he just does it too after blindside the blocks a guy. Oh yeah. And so those are two plays that just gives them first and fifteen inside the red zone. It's over, right? Yeah. So you blink at the end of the first quarter. It's 21-0. You mm-hmm. blink at halftime. It's like 28-7. And yeah. it's just never – it's never close. We yeah. were never never competitive. I think the most troubling thing for me that was Mark Stoops' comments after the game went on his radio show on Monday. A fan trying, trying to pick at him said, hey, well, when are we going to get over the hump of beating Georgia? Mm-hmm. If you say keep saying we're good, and he quoted a stat, it's a little misleading, but it's Kentucky's wins over SEC opponents. Only two of them in Mark Mark Stoops' tenure have gone on to have winning records in the SEC. So that means that we've only beaten two good teams in the SEC in Mark Stoops' career, two okay. times. Okay. And so the fans all the other teams that you've beaten ended have, up with losing records in the SEC. Okay, have now, done worse. Okay, doesn't mean they're losing records on the season. But they're losing records in the SEC. It's oh, really hard okay. to win in the SEC. Yeah. Right. So when you when you knock off a uh, Mississippi State in 2014, late field goal, uh, they go on to win all that kind of stuff. Mark Stoops fires back. Hey, well, if you think it's so it's so easy, you come do it. And then he goes on. He doubles down and he says, "Hey, Georgia buys their players. They got 85 guys. I did see that. They got 85 guys. Ben if sent you me that. if you don't like <laughs> it." If you don't like it, then give you as a fans need to pony up and give more money. Yeah, I know. Now, I saw he's that. since walked back those comments, but it's a bad look because the reason we lost it's on Saturday blame. by 51-13 yeah. was not because of NIL and not because no. of having the players. No. 
we were confident going into that game. The staff was confident that we could hang. And we've proven over the last three years in a 16-6 loss last year, in a 31-28 loss two years ago, we've proven that we can hang with Georgia. But there is something interesting and something to be said by if the staff and if the team, like you all feel a certain way and then it just crumbles. It's like that has to be a culture issue. That has to be something that isn't being coached or like put into these players. Like, because how does that just fall where two very pivotal players that got those, um, you know, personal fouls, penalties and unnecessary roughness or whatever, I mean – they're letting their emotion and their pettiness get in. Like, yep. I feel like that's easily coached out of people. Like, you cannot do that if you're going to be at this level. The, and it just shows that they're not they're yeah, not there yet, the, obviously. No. And, and if you would have told me 10 years ago that we would have the success that we do right now uh, as, as a program, that we are a nine-win team this year, potentially, an eight-win team this year, yeah. and we're doing that consistently, and we're going to be a little bit disappointed with some things we left right. out there – I would be like, no way. I would kill for an eight-win season. Yeah. For whatever th- reason, this team is just a little arrogant. They think they think they're better than they are. Yeah. It's surprising too because in the past two years, Kentucky's only ever let another opposing team score twenty-four points on them, and so just to be beaten by. I mean, 51-13, I mean, 51-13 38 points. Um, the one thing I will add, though, if you guys listened to the last episode, I mean, Dylan talked quite a bit about how, you know, they never thought they were going to be able to be at Florida's caliber and beat Florida. Yeah. And I feel like Georgia is the next hurdle. It's Everest. That's I Mount mean, Everest. Yeah. So it's like, I don't think it's you count it out because you just never know what's going to happen. And teams fluctuate and ebb and flow. But it does seem pretty lofty right now. Yeah. And and, I, and hear me as a realistic fan. I don't expect us to beat Georgia consistently. I want to beat them once, though. And and it felt like this was the year. Now, they turned on another jet. Uh, yeah, positive, I think they were. He, yeah. The last thing I'll I say, mean, and and I, let's go to the positives. Okay. <laughs> the last thing I'll say, this, this, for me, Georgia put a beat down on Kentucky because they were prepared and they respected Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Kentucky didn't respect Georgia somehow. And that was surprising to me. Mark Stoops got to mm-hmm. clean it up, mm-hmm. and the yeah, biggest thing is sure. Devin Leary. Oof. Not, not, not really as advertised. Pan, not painting out. It's yeah. in his head. We play a tough Missouri game. We'll get to that in a little bit. Is tough there just Missouri no game. cohesion? Like, what do you uh, think? I mean, are they just not? They don't want to play for each other. I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're just something going on. There has you just need to, be. to. You just need to win again. Winning makes everything better. Yeah. And you've taken one bad true. loss. I mean, we're five and one. Five and one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not like the wheels are falling off. But no. Devin Lear's got to play better because Ray Davis cannot hold Carry it the all team. the way down. Yeah, he cannot so, put the team on his back. Enough okay. with the sad. Enough with the sad. Let's shift gears and talk about all of everything. Oh my gosh. We can't say we it have all. So much to say. We can't say it all, but we can say a lot. So let's go for it. Okay. Kylie, Oklahoma takes down Texas, thirty six. And let me just say that I called that score. I said it was going to be 36 to 30. I was off by two points. And guess what? Dylan called. He said, Quinn Ewers is not going to win them the game, but Dylan Gabriel will win OU the game. And did you guys check that one one minute, 17 seconds, just straight stomp through from the 25 yard line all the way to the end zone i mean it was methodical like i know i'm jumping the gun but that was crazy anyways 
it wild. Okay, let's so start. We, so, so we woke we, up. We've been pretty accurate on our predictions. Now, you know, we've let's not start, been like the whole. Okay, so uh, the whole day. So we wake up. We get we get to uh, to the fair. Like at. 8 a.m. <laughs> Kylie, I, neither neither Kylie and I are feeling like our we tummies were, are I not quite ready. I think we were really ready. nervous. Like I barely got any sleep the night before. I don't know what was happening, but, but yeah, we, we 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 cram our corn dog. Yep. We cram our, you know, 8 a.m. beer. We saw the team ride through the buses, Texas, and then OU, and that was and really fun. That's when I, I think I looked back at your parents and I said the vibes are high. Vibes are high. Yeah. It was not like yeah. it was last year. I was worried last year because the vibes were so low. Vibes were high this year. Yeah, and then we got to walk all the way through the fair and kind of get to where we were supposed to be. So many Texas fans this year. Yeah, which, I mean, it all evens out. Like, I was like, it's okay. It'll be 50-50 because it always is. But they were there early They were there early. They showed out. I mean, they were freaking cocky, you know, just like, ooh. Deserve to be. That team's good. Know? Yes, they are good, but they were there early because of the last year and how they just whooped us. That's like right. you just they're pretty predictable and yeah. you know Texas their fans. tendencies. Um but horns down our forever. horns down forever, my goodness. I had my hat was a horns down. It was red and then it had a white bevo, but it was flipped upside down and I only got one compliment and it was from like a frat guy, so I thought that was funny. Because I didn't see anybody else wearing one of those. Anyways, we get there. We're on the 50-yard line. Um, Shout out to Connie and Steve. They graciously let us um, sit in their seats. And it was incredible. Um, We were kind of up, like, under the overhang. So we were a little bit more removed from the actual stadium. But, or from, like, the lower bowl from the field. field. Um, But we were literally where, like, Texas was to our left. OU was Te- to our right. Like, Texas fans weren't just a section over. They I mean, were they Texas were fans on just, our left. Yeah, sprinkled in our section, just like on our left. And I was telling Dylan, I was like, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go because I, I really can't stand when I'm next to people, like right next to people, and we're not doing good. So I was like, oh, no, how's this game going to be? And just, you know, a bunch of nerves, just standing there waiting for everything to happen. From, from the time I the mean, fields, the, the teams ugh. took the field, I was – my stomach was in a knot from basically the last play of the game. Yeah. I have not been in many environments like that. It's, I mean, it's to wild. Me, to me, that was a top three game, top three atmosphere I've ever been to. Yeah. And it, what was cool, like, I don't know if I'd want to be put through that stress again, but what was cool was that it was still packed till the very last second. I mean, nobody left. Like, there are blowout games where half leaves and half, you know, that kind of thing. But everyone was still in there just like – so in it and it was just wild but I think that the very um so we deferred we won the coin toss and then second play of the game Quinn Ewers throws an interception to a true freshman Gentry Gentry Williams Williams, which he has just proven himself over and over again this season he had a little bit of injuries in that game and somebody said it may may have just been dehydration potentially that's just um speculation but he is so good. Yeah, like, sets us up is for for to go up seven nothing. Can't shut us out this year, baby. And Dylan just drives the ball like with a rushing TD. That was really cool. Like he just runs through people. Oh, and we didn't. I didn't mention before the game Farouk in that video that's going around where he's standing, kind of in the 
he's waiting to get the ball kicked to him, and I think some Texas players are running past him, or he's just like... No, Oklahoma has already come onto the field as the oh, away okay. team, okay. and that was during Texas's entrance on okay. the field, and okay. Farouk standing at he's the 20, like, letting them run past him. I mean, and he's just like in enemy territory, and they're just jawing, and he's just like, he has his helmet on, and he's just nodding his head like, okay, okay, like, oh my gosh. This, was a, this, this felt like a coming out party for Farouk. Well, yeah, so we, we go up, and then it really was pretty much an even fight. Quinn yours ends up with three turnovers, yeah. two picks. One wasn't his fault, uh, and and, uh, and then the pick from the second play, a fumble. That that to me was a big part of the and game. And the fake, um, the fake punt. They, they, that was huge. They have a fake that, punt. They have a block that, punt. Um, changed their momentum. It really was like a pound for pound heavyweight match. But the game to me uh, was won on two series of plays. Yeah. What were they? The first one was Oklahoma's goal line stand. Four plays inside the one. Oh, man. And it was, and I've watched it a million times. It was all McCullough. All. Yeah. All DeSaw McCullough. Which, do you want to know? I have to tell tell the people this. I had a dream the night before that of DeSaw McCullough. And I was walking past him. It was like at a game something, kind of like Walk of Champions vibe, but less crowded. And, um... I was like, you know, good game, whatever. And then my mom is with me, and she's like, how do you say your name? And she yells that to him, and it just is, like, very on brand for my mom. And he was, like, turned back around, and she's like, oh, yeah, da-da-da-da. You know, it was so nice. But I was like, why did I have a dream about him? I feel like he's about to go off in this game. Like, yeah. why am I thinking about Desan Mikola? Speaking, speaking of your mom, you might have a funny moment on Friday. Uh, oh, man. Right before I got she's, hit on that – we're we're kind of standing standing at this we're little at this like really bar cool area. spot that's like three levels and it's like indoor outdoor like really <laughs> cool like food court bar like just fun atmosphere and we see like these uh probably you know high school frat frat boys like all wearing OU stuff. No, they, and, I think I think they said they were they were sig upset at OU. Yeah, sorry, not high school. I'm at college. Yeah, frat boys. Yeah, and she like goes up to him and is like, "Hey, boomer!" and like smacks him on the smacks the, the one kid on the back, and it was so aggressive that I was like, "Oh, she must know them," because she <laughs> no, kind of knows everybody. Didn't. And she just said, she didn't. "Boomer," and uh, it was really and funny. I was it was cringy, and I loved it. I know she's she's like that. I think that's why I dreamed that because it was almost very similar to that moment, but with an OU player. But anyways, goal line stand, Desan McCullough. I mean. That was incredible. I think also, I mean, I I really enjoyed this, and I'm, I'm shouting this out again. I know I, I talk about this, but Gabe and Teddy did like a YouTube special. So it was 30 minutes of the Golden Stand, and they did the X's and O's, which I used to not know hardly anything about that, and I still probably couldn't say a whole lot about the X's and O's, but it was really entertaining and fun to watch. And they talked a lot about how um, they were just were questioning Steve Sarkeesian and his – offensive scheme and the packages they were putting on which in the moment I had no idea what was going on I just was so nervous and I just like as soon as the ball snapped you just don't want to see it cross the goal line but you know they were doing their jumbo super jumbo package with Devondre Sweat and another D line like in the offensive to kind of act as fullbacks to then like guide a spot for either the running back or Quinn to like fit in and they tried that on the first down and on the third down, and they didn't get anything either time. Did the I first give up time, a yard? Devondre like is coming to Jaron Canick, and like he doesn't just pummel him, but I mean it's like a three hundred something pound guy to like a two hundred pound guy. Yeah. 
And Kendrick's probably, yeah, 220. I mean, you know, and, and Devondre, he's probably 320, you know, or something. But I think anyways. 365 is what he is. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like 6'4", 6'6". Six, 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 big. Big, big, But anyways, I just, I was so impressed with our defense and like the Well, I think the best play, though, confidence. Was, was that fourth down play. Fourth down, they've run the ball three times, and I'm yeah. yelling from the stands. Dylan, what do you say? Uh... This, uh, these go, this is where they're going to get cute. They're going to get this cute. They're, they're going to get, get cute. cute. Because I knew a little pass play was coming. And so they end mm. up uh, doing some motion, uh, which kind of lets the wide receiver shift where he, his spot on the field. Yeah. Worthy comes towards the the uh, line of scrimmage or, or um, from his outside spot to, to where the bunch is for the line, offensive line. Yeah. And he catches, gets a little sweep pass. So he's basically just going to catch it, kind of fall towards the end zone. Yeah. But – uh, Desan like McCullough and Billy Bowman, who had a heck of a game, yeah. read it like a book and wall him off. They let sit him his booty down on the one Literally sit line. him down on the one. It was, if a credit card could have fit through the edge of the ball and the, the line to gain, I would have been shocked if you could fit a whole credit card through it. It was that close. Oklahoma, goal line stand. We come right down the field after that. Um, uh, well, I don't think we score, actually. We don't. That we was don't. the missed field goal, but it was yeah. a massive, massive, massive play. Yeah. That was the first set of series of plays that I, that, that was That was massive, massive because I think at that time it was 27 to 20. So we still were up a touchdown, and then we didn't end up scoring off of that. We should have. But, um, yeah, because we don't score again until Til the, last the very, drive. very last But then I was going to say, the, the, to me, the obviously, the last set of plays, five plays, I could name them because I've seen them so many times. I know. Now. I mean, and, I've and in the moment, as for, from a fan perspective, like in the in the stands, we kind of mentioned this after. Yeah, I was. The, the plays were happening so fast that you just didn't have time to take a breath. I remember, like yeah. at one point, looking over at Kylie, being like, "Okay, we're in field goal range." Well, no, I think the 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 time that I finally took a little breath was the pass interference call. Yeah, because you're just like, "Whew, okay." But every time they they got in position and they were snapping the ball and every the wide receivers. It just looked like I could trust it because they looked so. They methodical. knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing, so it didn't give me so as start, much anxiety. But I was standing the there with my hands on my cheeks, like oh. They get the ball at the twenty-five. Minute seventeen to go. First play, twelve-yard gain to Stoops over the middle. Linebacker up of the ball. 13-yard gain over over across the field Farouk. to Farouk, who kind of makes a second effort Goes out to, of bounds. to get out of bounds so they don't they don't have – the clock is stopped. Yep. Next play is the big one. In the Farouk play, we got past the 50. Yeah, so, so, we so basically like 48. We, we, get, we get into enemy territory in yeah. two plays. The next play is the big one. Uh, Dylan Gabriel pocket collapses, scrambles out to a wide-open stoops over the middle. Yep. His, his, that's where he has grown the most year one to year two. Well, he still knew Oklahoma. where he was because he didn't cross the line to, line of scrimmage. Like, but his, but his ability, scramble. his ability to me to to not just rush. He could have run, yeah. it'd been fine. Nobody would have blamed him for that. But he looks up as he makes the better play, not a good play, the better play. Yeah, he catches catches stoops right over the middle. Stoops ends up taking all the way down to the nineteen yard line, and we are in field goal range now. And that. Yeah, how I said, like, I kind of let up. Like, that, in my head, I was like, okay, we can for sure make a field goal. And we had, like, 37 seconds yeah, left. Yeah, Texas is up had, three at this point. We still had quite a bit of time on the clock, and we were in really good position. So, it's yep. like, okay, so on the I 19, feel good about this. As long as you just don't turn it over right there. Yeah. You're, you're would, in good position. No timeouts. In the timeouts. back of my mind, yeah. So, next play, uh, 
is the pass interference. They they uh, Dylan Reed's a really aggressive route on the outside. It was Nick um, Anderson. Nick Anderson getting bullied out of bounds. Yep. That's a 15, 15 yard penalty. Takes the ball to the six. Uh, or it's a spot foul in inside the twenty. Which was just so smart because he threw it. Like, you know, all the Texas people are like, that was uncatchable. It was way past him. But he did it perfectly to where he threw it to where it's like, no, my guy should have been right there. Like, that's where he was supposed to be. I threw it to the spot, and they gave it to us, uh, yeah. which, I mean, was a gift. But it was, it, right was it was the right call. He was yeah. giving him a bear hug. Yeah. So in on the six, uh, we do a uh, QB draw, which means the quarterback's just going to act like he's going to throw and run. He gets down gets to, to, the four, to the four. I think. Uh, and then the next play is where all the magic happens. Dang. Ball felt like it took an eternity to get that play going. Ooh, I know. And just I know. Silence across the whole feet, a whole yeah. stadium. Well, okay, so there is I don't know how long that play took because it ended with us kicking the ball back with fifteen seconds. So it was somewhere between like, you know, twenty five ish to like twenty five seconds might have been on the clock, would you say? Twenty <laughs> I think I think with the QB draw we ran with like thirty something. Yeah. I think we hiked the ball probably with twenty three seconds left. Okay, okay, that's that's right. Twenty to twenty three. Yeah. So Texas apparently was not prepared for us to motion a guy, and we went back. That was the same play that we we um played the the very first uh drive like or sorry the first play of this game winning drive. We did that same play. And then they came back to it for the last – ended up being the last play of the drive. Um, and we motioned Nick just like we did the first play. And the guy who was supposed – it's, I think, a true freshman or a freshman is it, what it was freshman. I was told. Supposed to follow Nick with the motion. Well, he checks it off and is supposed to tell his other friends on the right side of him because Nick is running from to right, the right, to the to right or right to left. And the guy's supposed to tell his other guys, hey, cover him. I, I don't have him anymore. Well, that got lost. The The game was – the pressure was on. You know, they were, I think, just nervous. So, so what you ended up having is the guy that was supposed to pick up Nick running through the back of the end zone Didn't goes with the up. underneath guy, and that was Stockner. And then you have two guys covering grass just yeah. looking at the quarterback – yeah. But but what made the play that that doesn't matter to me, honestly. The coverage breakdown doesn't matter. The pocket was collapsing like a dying star. I mean it no, and, it literally I, looked like we were both I like, thought he's we gonna were, take a sack. I didn't I think. don't know if I said anything audibly, but I was like, Oh, he's done. And then I just see that ball float out of the massive pile into a wide open Nick Anderson in the back of the end zone, and he does what all, what you and me would have done on a massive play. I know. No dance, no celebration. He stomps his just stands and screams. Which okay, if you guys watch that back, it's really cool because Nick catches a ball, then he turns to the corner end zone to like where the cheerleaders are, and then he stomps his foot and ah, and as soon like it's literally the exact same second. Nick stomps his foot. He's facing out. The Texas defender that was supposed to be guarding him is facing the other way and just like stomps his foot in like, you know, just angry, whiny, like, you know, like a little baby, like, you know, like jumping in. And it's like the same exact time frame of Nick stomping in celebration and him stomping in like, what did I just do? Um, But yeah, that, I mean, that was, that was bananas. And there was, yeah, 15 seconds left on the clock at that moment. And I mean, Texas, they were just silent. All the people next to us, which a minute 
before that, they thought they just kicked the game-winning field goal, and it was good. It was like 46 yards or 45. Like it was a pretty far field goal. And their kicker, uh, Bert Auburn. Bert Auburn. Bert Auburn, which just is just funny. I mean, did did all he could for his team, and he he yeah. did what he was supposed to do, and they still so, you know didn't come out with it. So which... Oklahoma wins the Red River rivalry, avenging the twenty twenty two blowout, yeah. and really oh. let's let's talk about what this means for this team. Oh wait, I want to talk about the Todd Bates quote. Did you see that? So he's he's gearing up the D line, and he said, my, "This is what my dad said: three things that you repay with urgency, money, tools." And blank whoopings. And he said, you, you we're going to give, yeah, he said, we're going to give them same day delivery blank whoopings. <laughs> and I just was like, oh man, that's Love me awesome. some Tom Bates, man. So uh, we did. We avenged it. We, we avenged it. I think big, big picture uh, for Oklahoma moving forward. Um, DG, one the, man. D, DG Put his is, name on the map. Heisman. is a Heisman candidate. That I mean, was that was his his game his glory game. <laughs> only quarterback in twenty five years. Oh, you put out today. Uh, let me get the right right numbers here. Only quarterback in the last twenty five years. Um, let me get the right. Okay, well, I will say something. Just interject here, something real quick. Only player in the last twenty five years to complete at least seventy two percent of his passes, throw for at least sixteen touchdowns, with no more than two interceptions. And rush for 200 plus yards and five touchdowns through the first six games. So you're talking about efficiency uh, out of the to wazoo. playing at a crazy level. Yeah, yeah. And what's crazy too is we can we we would still get frustrated with him, but he this season he really is stepped into a whole nother. I think the last three games he's played of, as close to perfect as possible. Yeah. Uh, and he won us that game. Yes, but he absolutely. didn't play perfect. Yeah. Texas fans are wanting to spew Oklahoma played the best game of their life and no. Texas Texas played so bad. No, that's not what happened. No. We, we beat them. Yeah. We beat them for, for at least three quarters. We beat them on the line of scrimmage, which is where they said they had us. Yeah. We beat them defensively. We beat them at quarterback. We yeah. beat them uh, at every position except for running back, basically. Um, we, we beat them. Yeah, which physicality and beating them on the line of scrimmage, that's not just one in the season. That's one in the off season. That's your summer that's, workout. That's what they say, that's... yeah. <laughs> I just, I, 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 that's exactly right. I just, it's just, that's. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. It just, that just fired me up because it was like, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> you beat, be, you win in the off season. You, you earned that in the summer, coach. The dirty hard work in the dark. <laughs> dirty hard work in the dark. <laughs> that was their quote this last summer. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I don't. Dirty it's hard from Ven- Brent Venables. Yeah. BV. Only the OGs know. Dylan's not an OG, I guess. Uh, I, I, unfortunately, have been an Oklahoma fan a very short amount of time. Last five years. Uh, this puts Oklahoma in the playoff picture. This puts Dylan Gabriel in the Heisman can- consideration. This basically, uh, barring anything nuts, puts us in a position to go win the Big 12 in our last year in the Big 12. This puts us on a collision course for a rematch in the Big 12 title game against Texas, which mm-hmm. I kind of want it. I'm for it. Bring it on. I think this makes the nation wake up because you had a lot of pundits and a lot of big heads and a lot of talkers saying oh, this team was fake. Oklahoma's this the team fakest was team. the fakest team. And, and, and Brandon Walker at Barstool can say be. whatever. Win or lose from this game, and I genuinely mean this. If we had lost that game on the field goal, 
Yeah. I was proud of the way we played. Yeah, for sure. I thought we were we were back. To me, Oklahoma was back when they stopped Texas. I really don't for, like using that language. <laughs> that we're back or well, we're not back because we, that's Texas's thing to say. No, but Oklahoma hasn't ever been gone. We we went six and seven last year. We were gone. No, we weren't. We went six and seven last year. We weren't gone. Yeah, we we were six and seven last year. I know. We finished. That's, you can tell yourself that. We finished near the bottom of the, and people people buried us. Said we were dead. Brent Venables couldn't coach. Yeah, Brent but we weren't dead. actually dead. We weren't actually gone. That's the whole thing. Is like everyone said they're the next Nebraska. No, the heck we aren't. That's what I'm saying. We're agreeing. We're just using different verbiage. Okay. I'm saying, the the moment Texas uh, Oklahoma made their 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 stand, and said we're not going anywhere, was that four four plays inside the one. To me, Brent Venables and that squad did everything they need. I'm already a fan. I was already going to cheer them on. But Brent, Brent, Brent Venables is going to be okay. If if that's the, what he's producing year two. Yeah, I just, I guess I feel, I feel like I saw that last year, and the games didn't show for it, but I saw that. I knew he was going to be okay. I trusted in him and his coaching and what he was laying the foundation for. It doesn't just happen overnight. Think about the Roman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Roman Empire. <laughs> That's my Roman Empire. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, you know, I, I appreciate your your fan and blind faith. There were points I was worried last year because the defense yeah, was so you bad. Get that way. It was so bad. We that defense last year would have never, ever, ever been able to make a goal line stand. No. Not in that environment. But he was he was getting them ready for it. Like you think of Danny last year to Danny this year. He's a different person. Completely. Yeah. And Good that's leader. just that's Brent Venables. And he's he's a a hundred percent brought bought into Brent. He's like Brent's biggest hype man, hey, <laughs> which is just I, li- awesome. I love that man too. Uh, I I love the win. I'm thankful so for this good. bye this week. I want to soak in two weeks. I know we have a lot of players kind of banged up too. Get them healthy. Um, you know, McCade Matoyer. I guess it was a ankle sprain, it was a, a really it was severe, a really sprain, bad sprain. Which I guess he said that it felt like him breaking his leg the time he did, and it was the same leg, and so that's why he was probably a little bit more dramatic. And then Andrew Anthony, he had a season-ending um, injury, which yeah, probably really ACL. stinks. Probably ACL, MCL. He was our leader. Um, in receiving, but Farouk, with the season um, numbers, was only like five five um, catches uh, under Andrell. So we had a lot of people that were actually really close to him. It just as a fan seemed like number five took a just was like Dylan's favorite person to throw to. Yeah, in my well, he was the deep and, threat, and, and Drake and, has a lot of receiving too, but just not enough yards. He's he, a really he's short Mr. Guy. First down. Yeah, um, you know, Andrell Anthony's. Absence is going to be noticed for sure. But can we get Nick Anderson's more catches that aren't touchdowns? Can I know. we get Jaden Gibson going? Maybe Jaden Gibson comes on this last six I know. games. Come on, I mean this is like their moment to shine. Like they, yeah, step up. Like you're so, in the, you're in the bright lights now. And something that someone pointed out too is like now we are nationally, like all eyes are on us. The OU Texas was like the most um, watched uh, game out of the whole weekend that weekend 
and we're five, so we, we can't be these underdogs. We can't have these. We can still have a chip on our back or whatever, but we're like, okay, we're actually yep. we're actually good. We got to change our expectations now from just yep. we're the mistreated underdog to like as, we can we can own this. Like, as the temperature starts to rise because the spotlight's on, right. can we perform? Right. And the biggest test is right. going to be UCF and then at Kansas. That's our next two games after yes. the bye. UCF is at home. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to Kansas. see what happens mm-hmm. with Kansas and Oklahoma State this weekend, see yep. what kind of Kansas we're going to get. Yep. That's a tough team. So yep. we'll see. Do you know, is their quarterback back? No, uh, that's it's the biggest that, mystery of the okay. world. Okay, right? so we don't know if, um, who is it, Jalen Daniels? So can I, tell you, can I tell you what a, uh, a friend of mine said today about that quarterback situation? So for yeah. those of you don't know, uh, Kansas is starting quarterback who's very good. His name is... Uh, is uh, it Jalen or Jaden? I think it's Jaden Daniels is LSU's quarterback. Jaylen. I think J.D. Daniels is Kansas's quarterback. I, I think it's Jalen Daniels. Jalen Daniels, yeah, yeah, we can look I it up. Don't know. But definitely last name Daniels. Uh, mm, yeah. The my friend told me that the theory is is that he played his four games and he can redshirt, graduate Ooh. from Kansas, transfer to USC. Jalen Daniels. Jalen. Uh, Jalen. Transfer to USC, play for Lincoln. What? And Lance Leipold. Trans- Lance Leipold is taking the Michigan State job. That's that oh. is what my friend told me this week. I like the conspiracy theory. Interesting. Uh, okay. Because I don't know if if Lincoln Riley has the quarterback on the roster right now to to come after Caleb Williams, and I'm not sure Caleb Williams is not the only one going to the NFL after this season. Yeah. Because you know who know doesn't that? like to play in tough competition? Uh. T. Bow. Lincoln. Lincoln. Oh, oh, you think he's gonna go to the NFL? I, uh, I was. Yes. I was just thinking. Did you know that Dylan Gabriel has an extra year, uh, year because of uh, medical since he got hurt at UCF? But um, I think he's still gonna go to the NFL. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. But anyway, it's Jackson Arnold's time. Yeah. Uh, let me before we move on to what's coming up this week. Let me tell. Okay. Tell the story. Tell my story. Tell so the drama. We the tea. We Everyone were get your coffees out. Get your teas. You know, out. Just sip I, I was I was looking pretty out. good. Uh huh. I dressed you. Uh, you did dress me, <laughs> which when I let you, it's it's a good thing. I <laughs> was wearing some new boots. Had my new jeans boot on. Uh, new boot goofing. He didn't um, know that was a term. <laughs> I, I, you know, I have my shirt, and so it was like a very cute uh, like navy navy blue with like paisley. Like you looked really cute. And so I was. Uh, waiting, we were at the at a nice food hall, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like that we were talking about earlier, and I was down waiting on a waffle. I one wanted of the a, press waffle. Wanted a press waffle. Uh, had Nutella, had s'mores, all the stuff on it. I think this is <coughs> Friday night. Friday night, the game, yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there, I'm drinking my drink, my milkshake, and uh, I'm just waiting for his name wait, to be called. Waiting for my name to be called, and it's packed. And this and this woman comes around the corner. And I see her out of the corner of my eye, look me up and down, and I look over her way, and she make eye contact, and then she just stops what she's doing, and she comes stands with me on the wall, and and she says, "Oh, what you doing?" And I said, "Waiting on my waffle." And she says, "Waiting on my waffle." And she says, "Oh, is this the place to get waffles?" And I said, "Well, yes, it's Press Waffle Company. They make a good waffle." Yeah. She's like, "What makes them so special?" And I said, "Well, they put cookie butter on the waffle. Can't go wrong with that." At that time, I'm like trying to like pull my left hand out of my pocket to like make sure she can make a she, she can see my ring and and like oh yeah because uh, I'm switching hands, you know, 
And, uh, <laughs> and so she, we banter, you know, I'm trying to be nice, but not. And she says, well, I, I think you're really cute. And I said, my wife does Farmer. too. And she says, oh, it's like that. And I said, yes, ma'am, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so that, I guess, was the whole exchange. But then he comes up. I mean, you waited for a while, but you come up and we're all just like hanging out at the table. And he's like carrying two waffles because he got one for each table to kind of try. And <laughs> he's just shaking his head, like looks pissed. And I was like, what in the world? I, I thought something was wrong with the waffle or they like, you know, you got it mad with like the <coughs> worker. They did something or said something. Anyways, he was like, I just got hit on. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. To which, to which my in-laws uh, friend said, oh, whatever. Oh, she must, must have been a lady of the night. <laughs> and I said, can I not get hit on because I'm a cute individual? Do I have to get hit on because it's a somebody trying to take, solicit my money and my time? No, no. Rude. So, Texas trip, success. Hilarious. Till next year, OU Texas. Uh, Hopefully we can go in December and watch that rematch. Might be fun. I know, that would be crazy. Crazy, crazy. All right. That's what happened this week. Let's take a break and talk about Kentucky's matchup and our game of the week. Okay, so we can be brief on this. I think uh, Kentucky's in basically a do-or-die game. Kentucky versus Mizzou. So Kentucky's playing at home, night game, under the lights against the Missouri Tigers, who Got is having... Got pretty bad by LSU. Well, pretty they bad. were up. They were up 17. Yeah, uh, the right. chance to win it late. Right. Uh, Mizzou's good. Their quarterback, Brady... Uh, I don't know. Brady oh, Quinn? Um, no, that's, no, he's old. I'm oh, blanking okay, on his name. Let me, let me look it up here. Um... Their quarterback is playing some of the best football in the SEC right now at the quarterback position. Um, he is uh, tough. He's smart with Brady the football. Cook. Brady Cook. Um, he is. Uh, he makes good decisions. Their run game is yeah. uh, is fine, but but they're definitely winning from the pass. And their defense is stout. Yeah, and they've got some good recruits. They have that number one Williams. Noir coming in next year, yeah. That, but we're talking about this game. The 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 I know, ish, They just have some hype around them, I guess. Uh, what I'm saying their leading receiver, former Oklahoma Sooner, Theo Weiss. Theo Weiss. Theo Weiss. We love to see that, but uh, not so this the, game. This game. This game to me is uh, a really a excellent matchup of two teams. So because Kentucky's yeah. at home, they're a three point favorite. Um, I think it's a pretty even team. Yeah, yeah. You kind of have similar vibes as two programs. Like you've kind of. Maybe been counted out. You're trying to well, get back. You're, you know. Other than the first two years of Missouri's existence in the SEC, we've owned them. Yeah, they've they always have, been a bottom feeder, but they have wanted to be a rival with us. We have said, no, 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 little boy. We have bigger, better. <laughs> but I feel like they're they're maybe making moves. Maybe well, it, they're they're getting. They, they haven't played. There. They haven't played the top tier pieces of the SEC, okay. but they played LSU tough, okay. and yeah. they're winning. Right, five and one. Two five and one teams. This is basically for second place in the SEC East. SEC East, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so, what do you think? Any big plays you think are going to happen, or just like I'm worried. Yeah. The panic I mean, button. You don't think we're going to bounce back? The panic button that I had set out on the table after the Florida uh, before the Florida game. Yeah. That I hadn't put away, but I stuck some stuff in front of it to forget about it during the Florida game. The Georgia game, after it, I, I, I've brought it back out. It's visible. It's really close, like arm's length. That's what I would say. I I may be pressing it Saturday. Yeah, because, depending, but I mean, because we just of can't the quarterback even, position. 
That's true. That's true. Devin Leary just, I don't know what it is. Something, yeah. It's not a roller coaster where it it's mental? We're, we're really great or we're really bad and there's nothing in between. I think we're a very good football team. We have to play like we played against Florida. We cannot play like we played against Georgia. We always drop a clunker, and under Stoops, we have historically lost two games for the price of one. We lose a really tough game in a bad way, and then that bleeds over into the next week, and we lose that game too. This cannot happen. Because if you beat Missouri this week, you unlock, I mean, you basically unlock a, a really good season, a 9-3 and three season. You're probably going to lose one more. Right, and you're definitely going to lose to Alabama, and that's nine and three if you could take care of business. South Carolina is not not very good. Mississippi State is not good at all, and then you play Alabama at home, Tennessee at home, uh, and you finish with at Louisville, who I think is the most overrated team in the country. Really? So, so I I mean, that's going to be a hard game, though. Uh, I mean, Louisville just beat Notre Dame. Sam Hartman's Notre Dame, who had just played. Oh, I did think of a quote that I really wanted to say. But anyways, go ahead. Well, Notre Dame had just played two really tough games. Yeah. You know, played yeah. a played a crazy game against Ohio State. So you think that was their Comes back game? and beats Duke, plays Louisville, and then plays USC this week. Louisville was the trap game. Louisville was the game. Okay, it was always a trap game. It was always okay. a trap game. Okay. Now, Louisville beat them, beat them. But they deserved to beat them. Yes. Yeah, they deserved to be in that spot. In but I don't, think, I don't think it's indicative of how good Louisville is. I think they play every game at home. Yeah. They have the easiest schedule in Power Five football. Okay, so back to Kentucky though. What are you looking for? Or to win this game, to win this game, three things have to be present. Yes. Ray Davis has to eclipse a hundred. Yep. Held to fifty during the the Georgia game. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, Devin Leary's Devin Leary. completion cannot be under sixty. Yeah. He's been hovering around forty eight percent, forty five to forty eight in every game this season. That's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, so, he's got to be over sixty. And our defense has to keep Missouri under 20 points. I also think we need to get rid of every, like, Iranian flag or yeah, we got to be more heated. disciplined. Gotta we got to be more disciplined. More disciplined. And with Devin Leary's completion, like, wide receivers have to take some of that responsibility and sure. not drop Got to catch the ball. Got to catch the ball. So, so to me, and that's what I talk about, the completion percentage. That's right. part of it, too. Right. It's some Devin sailing yeah. guys. Yeah. And it's some them – because yeah. because there was a throw in that Georgia game, dude, and we we were talking about it, watching it live. He yeah. will sail a ball on Tavion Robinson. The two plays later, throw a absolute dot in the back of the end zone to to a tight end. Just it's, it's just that to me, it's mental. It's not physical. So uh, uh-huh. so Devin's got to play well. We got to rush the ball well, and we got to play. Got to keep keep him under twenty. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I think Kentucky gets it done, but I'm worried. Okay. I'm worried. I think Kentucky gets it done. Uh, let me go 31-21. After I said we gotta keep them under twenty, um, we go thirty-one twenty-one. Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, Kentucky holds off a late drive uh, and gets to milk it away. I think it's gonna be twenty-seven seventeen, Kentucky. Yeah, that's probably a better score. You always say that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a better. Score. Okay, so now game of the week. Oh, I'm my heart, thinking. My heart still. Hold on. You gotta decompress. I gotta a decompress because okay. Kentucky makes me so crazy. Oh, you know I did want to throw in this quote just because I think it's really good, but it was about OU Texas. So sorry, I forgot <laughs> it. I forgot it. I got all heated with Dylan. Um, we were talking about that Texas thinks that Texas is Amer- America's sweetheart, or they were in the media leading up to this game. And my dad goes, "Texas is Texas's sweetheart." <laughs> <laughs> just so good. I had to. It's a lot of years of knowing Texas. They're Texas, their own sweetheart. They Texas just can't fears Oklahoma. Up. 
I just yeah. thought that was so good. Anyways, I love it. All okay. right, games Switching of the week. Gears. Kylie, who's your game of the week? Oh, man, I got to go USC, Notre Dame. Come USC on. at, please, at Notre Dame. And Notre Dame's coming off a loss that coming they off, probably... Coming off two losses in three games. Although it was a trap game, they probably weren't really thinking that they were going to go down and lose that game. So, and they're facing USC. Three-point favorite. Did you guys see the video of USC, um, their their special teams where they were like spraying them with water to simulate like rain and the, the environment of playing in Notre Dame because it might be it's raining. supposed to be really rainy. So and then somebody said, y'all have the audacity to think you're going to make them punt a <laughs> ball. Because <laughs> it was like the... It was the, the punt, you know, the returners trying to catch the balls and their, their coaches have these big like squirt guns, squirt guns like yep. <laughs> this is so funny so uh what uh what what do you think is gonna happen in the game who wins it who's player of the game oh gosh i don't know i i don't think you can you can like bet against caleb williams honestly but i'm i'm really interested to see how how it all matches up like how sam hartman actually does is he's a very good quarterback as well i don't think he's to caleb's caliber but the defense is a big thing. It's like it, USC is going to have to score nine out of ten times to keep them in it because that defense is paper thin and just blows over. And then Notre Dame's a pretty tough team. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, to me, this comes down to can Caleb Williams actually win it again for his team? Because I, I think Sam Hartman is probably a Dollar Tree version of Sam, of Quinn Ewers at Texas. He's good when everything's good. Sam doesn't make a ton of plays for you. Right, right. Caleb is the exact opposite. Yeah. Caleb only makes plays for you. Yes. Makes uh, things out of nothing, out of literal thin air. <laughs> but how, how long can you play with fire? I mean, this is the best team they played by far. By far. Um, particularly defensively. Uh <sighs> If it was at USC, I'd feel differently. I think Notre Dame takes it, uh, and I think I, I think that's a hot that's the hot pick. I, I think Notre Dame takes it. I think Notre Dame takes it uh, yeah. on a defensive stop. I mean, USC. Almost, the lower the score, though, the better. To Arizona for Notre Dame. State, they've almost lost to everybody. I mean, they've all, yes, that's right. They've almost lost to everybody, but they're just. It's like magical how they keep winning. They're gonna face an opponent that actually just outright beats them, and I want it to be Notre Dame. I do. Yeah, I, I mean, do. they they play a, a gauntlet here soon of of Notre Dame, then Oregon, Oregon then Washington, Washington. Uh, then UCLA, and that, and that's just that's too tough. Um, yeah, they're gonna lose two or the th- two or three in that stretch. Um, I don't know if it's this one, but I'm gonna pick Notre Dame to win the game. Uh, the lower the score, the better. But it's still probably going to hit the over. Oof. I think it's like thirty-five Notre Dame to like twenty-eight. If you could hold, if you could hold USC to twenty-eight, you deserve to win the game. I know, so that's maybe that's sure. really unrealistic because I don't know if they've ever scored that low amount of points before. So, uh, okay, my game of the week. Uh, let me pull up. I had a couple, and I was because I was curious which one you were going to choose. Uh, Oregon, Washington. Okay. Oregon at Oregon. Uh, Oregon coming in to Washington to Seattle. Uh, I think Washington is probably the best team in the country. 
there was a lot of Bo Nix um, posters at game day. I just that just made me think of it. Yeah. He said bodacious. Bodacious. <laughs> I think Washington is the strongest team in the country. They've played the most completely. They've like, not wavered. Uh, say, like Michael Penix Jr. probably should win the Heisman. Um, although you know, and if he wins Saturday, like he, they may have the best win in college football. Um, I, to me, I think. Oklahoma over Texas is, but people are saying Texas over Alabama is still the best. I don't think you know who uh-uh. it doesn't. That doesn't really matter. But I think Michael Penix Jr. is is the real deal. I think it's going to be a clash of heavyweights, and this is where the twelve team playoff would be awesome because this year yeah, those two teams sure. have a chance to play again. Um, yeah. I think this is going to be a rematch of the uh, Pac twelve championship game. So give me Oregon at Washington. I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to take Washington by a touchdown. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't even know who to pick or what to think about this game. I now, feel in my head like it's going to be just a fight back and forth, back and forth. Oregon did release new uniforms for it. Did you see this? Ooh, I see. Yes. They're all white. Chrome helmet. Ski. White. White on white with speckled. Like speckles, but there's literally no Oregon colors. They don't have any they get green or they yellow. Want. They get to do what they want. I know. Sometimes I get a little bit of whiplash, though, with their uniforms. I'm like, just do it up the middle, please. I, like I just want to see the traditional pretty colors. But Oregon's green and yellow. You can't really do that. I mean, they already were just, yeah, starting a little bit. To me, they should have rocked the duck uniform. Oh, yeah. With the socks, <laughs> with the, the duck feet. That's my game of the week. So who, who's going to win? Oregon, Washington? I don't know. I want to say... Get you on record. I want to go for Bo. Go, go for Bo. Go, go for Bo. Bo. So Oregon takes it. Oregon takes in it. In hostile territory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That is, uh, that's a good opinion. Yeah. And it's All of our opinions and ideas. Good idea. At the time. At the time. Well, let's, the time. let's go ahead and wrap this guy up. We're not going to have a question time with Kylie yeah, today. We, went a we, we talked over. long about OU and, and told stories. Um, Next week, uh, we will uh, be back on our regular schedule. We were trying to let me get past some sickness, so we will be back recording Hopefully on Wednesday. Wednesdays, yeah. And so you can look for that on Thursday yeah. of next week as yes. Oklahoma will be on playing uh, UCF. And uh, next week, Kentucky will be on the bye. But this week, cheer on the Cats for me, Oklahoma fans. Cheer on the Cats for me. They need your love. They need your help. Um Oklahoma and Kentucky can be partners. They don't have to be rivals. They don't have to be at odds. Um, they both share stoops. They share stoops. So we yeah. need you We're Saturday. We're interconnected already. Uh, we need you to turn your TVs, watch Kentucky you know play Drake's Missouri. Gonna be cheering for uh, I don't know if Drake knows where the state of Kentucky is, the, the football stadium is. Drake stoops. He knows where the state is. <laughs> so be uh, be watching, cheer us on. Uh, as always, we appreciate you listening. This has been Good Idea at the Time podcast with Dylan and Kylie. Kylie, break us, break us down. Okay, so we're going to say Boomer Sooner, go Cats on three. One, two, three. Boomer, Boomer Sooner, Sooner, go Cats. These beats of a duck cart use bass lines to replace you. Take time and erase you. Love don't hear no more. No, I don't fear no more. But yet respect ain't quite sincere no more. Oh, in